Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. Lamar Jackson says, in regards to my future plans, he's asked for a trade from the Ravens organization because they don't value him. He says, you're all great, but I had to make a business decision that was best for me and my family. Talking uh, talking to the uh, the fans of the Baltimore Ravens. So Lamar Jackson now uh, has told everybody publicly he has requested a trade while he said back on March 2nd is when he actually requested the trade. So we'll, uh, we'll see how that drama continues. He can request a trade all he wants. It's whether or not they honor it. Uh, we all know, though, you know, money buys the loyalty, so if they pay him what he feels he's worth, he'll go back. He has to do what's best for his family. I love it when they say that. That's such a that's such a joke. So they've offered you $130 million. It's not best for my family. Can't feed my family. When you throw that in, you lose all credibility. When will athletes stop doing that? It's one thing if you say, you know what, I want to move closer to home. My kids need to be there near their grandparents or something. That's best for your family. But when you're offered $130 million guaranteed, and you want $250 million guaranteed, plus, and you can't meet in the middle, that's not doing what's best for your family. What's best for your family would be, okay, I'll play out the one more year that I have on the contract, uh, and because I've been hurt all the time, chances are I won't make it through this season, so I won't be able to even up my budget that, at that point in time as Lamar Jackson finds out that he's banged up all you know the last couple of years. And... Then he says, okay, because it'll be, what, $34, $40 million he'll make this year? That's not best for my family. Athletes who say that are pathetic because they're trying to make you in some way, shape, or form understand. In other words, your family has become so accustomed to making hundreds of millions of dollars that you can't go back to merely making $40 million or $35 million. You can't do that. And it's not like you got an agent to pay. You're your own agent. It's, they don't value me. It's, it's what's best for my family. Remember when Latrell Sprewell was offered an $11 million contract and he said he couldn't feed his family on that? I love it when athletes pull the it's not good for my family card. You know? It's such a, it's, it's such a cop-out. You just you there. There's certain things you can't say, and that's one of them. That's one of them. But he said it. Got to do what's best for the family. Just can't do anything else. Just can't do it. Can't do it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um. This one is from uh, Marlene, who says, uh, I hope the Aaron Rodgers saga gets settled quickly. I think we all have fatigue. While I love Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, I am just sick of the situation. Good or not, I just want it to be over with. By the way, in your motorcycle ride, my husband and I just bought a brand-new Indian. Is that okay? Oh, of course. First of all, yes to both both statements. Well, well, statement and your question. Yes, first of all, I think a lot of people are just that way. In just talking to people, 
And whether this is your conversation that you have had with people or my conversation with people, it's not that people don't think Rodgers is good. There's some people that think he's past his prime. He's over the hill. He's not going to win him anything or the team isn't capable of winning. So I understand that. But for the most part, I think the large portion of, of people that I talk to, it's not that they don't like Rodgers. They just don't like the tactics he's taken and they're tired of it. And they just want to move on. They want the the tornadic winds to end. So that's where a lot of people are at. To, and to go back to your question, yeah, uh, our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, that starts at the Harley Museum, which we were very proud to announce about a month ago, um, is, uh, yes, it's open to all bikes. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're driving an Indian, riding an Indian, uh, Kawasaki, Honda, doesn't matter, uh, or Harley Davidson. Come on down. Come on down. We take everybody. We do, and remember, we we don't we don't discriminate. You know why? Because it's it's about the charity. It's about you know supporting veterans, Fisher House, Wisconsin, military members, their families. That's the reason we do it. So, just an FYI, you know. So, uh, yeah, we take everybody. So, thank you so much for asking, though, Marlene. I appreciate that. Really do. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Mike listening to us on our great affiliate up in Tomahawk. Mike, how you doing, man? What's up? Pretty good. I was thinking uh, about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Um, mm-hmm. You say they're in a good spot. They don't have to. They're not under pressure. But I think if they have somebody like New York that wants them, rid of them. Uh, if they don't get rid of them, then what do they tell? Uh, if he stays with the Packers till next year, then what? What happens to Love? What happens to Rodgers? That's going to be a mess. It, it would be, but you don't. You're not desperate until, say, you know, a week or so before the season. I mean, at that point in time, the Jets would be desperate because the Jets don't have a quarterback, so they'll be desperate. The Packers are going to be desperate at that time to get rid of them. But right now, uh, the team that's kind of sitting in the less desperation mode seat is the Green Bay Packers, in my opinion, just because they don't have to do anything. They'd love to get that draft choice, but if they don't get it, then it then it behooves them to hang on to them until well after June 1st when they can spread out that, that cap money over a two-year period if they trade them. So I, if I'm the Packers and I'm not getting what I want, then I'll hang on to him for a while. And if I'm the Jets and I've already committed everything publicly to Aaron Rodgers, then you would look like a fool if you don't go all in and you let this deal slip through your fingers, both publicly and to the detriment of your own team. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but if the Packers don't get rid of them and stay to have them for another year, they're going to look like fools. No, they would look bad in, in that sense, absolutely. But, again, appreciate the phone call. But when it comes down, first of all, the, the deal's going to get done. I, I, I completely understand that people keep saying, oh, the deal's not done. It'll get done. I'm not worried about that. That deal's going to get done. However, if I'm the Packers, when we talk about the desperation mode, and my point was not necessarily saying whether the Packers should or shouldn't trade him away. That's true. My point is, is that the Green Bay Packers don't have to right now in this sense that the Packers are doing some sort of disservice to Aaron Rodgers. They're treating veteran players bad. They're being obstinate. They, quote, dug their heels in because Aaron Rodgers said so. Well, didn't he also say that he was going to, you know, he has the capability to win an MVP this year? Well, why would I want to trade away an MVP for less than a first-round draft choice? Doesn't make sense, does it? When you think about it in that vernacular. 
Why would I want to trade a guy that, yeah, he said he could win one or two more? He's ready to go. He's ready to play. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's going to set the world on fire. For all the reasons a guy like Teddy Bruschi gave on Get Up This Morning, which I found, and I like Teddy because Teddy's got a lot of good thoughts on this one. He is completely 100% wrong. Wrong. And to say that, that the Packers are doing a disservice and pissing Aaron Rodgers off, who cares? Who, who cares at this point? They did everything he wanted. Gave him the guys he wanted. Kept the players around him he wanted. Paid him what he wanted. Gave him the contract that he wanted. They did everything he wanted. And all they asked for in return was, quote, the return on our investment, which is we want you to be all in. And he didn't want to do that. He earned the right not to. Okay, that's fine. But we want you all in. You can't, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, a relationship is a two-way street. That's it. I, I don't know what else to, what else to, to, to say. I mean, that's, who can argue with that? And for all, you know, when people say, well, this is what Aaron said, but Aaron has said a lot of things and has talked out of both sides of his face. So if I'm the Packers, this is what I want. If you don't want to make the deal, then don't. Walk away. And we'll give Aaron the opportunity. You either come back and play quarterback the best you can for the Green Bay Packers or retire or give us an option number two to trade you to. And we'll work with them. But this is not the the Aaron Rodgers Packers. This is the Green Bay Packers. And we're done kowtowing to a quarterback who doesn't want to be all in. Yeah, he, as he says, I'm all in during the, during the season. But what about the offseason? When everybody else is out working out with their new guys, with the receivers, they're doing all this different stuff, and he, he doesn't want to do that anymore. And that's fine. That's his prerogative. But don't act like it's some kind of a – a detriment to the team when all they ask is that you be all in. Like the team is asking to be, you know, un- something unreasonable, especially when you only have a couple of years left in your career. Why would you not do everything you can to be successful? 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Uh, this, is from, uh, this is from Rick. Rick says, uh, what about if Lamar Jackson goes to the Jets? Well, then Baltimore's going to be looking for a quarterback, aren't they? There's still probably a couple of franchises out there that if uh, if they called and said, hey, this is what we would offer you, the Packers would consider it. The problem is that Aaron Rodgers could still ultimately retire. Well, that's okay because that money then is already accounted for. It would be very funny if the Jets are so not willing to give a first-round pick for Rodgers, then they turn around and give three first-round picks and a guaranteed contract to Lamar. Right? That's what I'm saying. It, it would be utterly ridiculous. Now, the argument could be made that Lamar is a former MVP and that he's got more longevity in the league than Aaron Rodgers does. Sure. So you can make that argument, but, again, you, you're doing it for Lamar Jackson. Does Lamar want you know, to play with Alan Lazard? 
Uh, right? Mercedes Lewis. I think he does. Nathaniel Hackett. I think he, I think he does. I, I I just think Lamar Jackson is uh, a very talented quarterback. I've never knocked his total overall talent, but his throwing ability out of the pocket is not nearly as good as other quarterbacks. He is not Patrick Mahomes. He is not Josh Allen. He he's he's hell. He's not Kirk Cousins. Out of the pocket, he is an athletic running quarterback, and there is a lifespan to them. And whether he's used his up, I don't know. But over the last two years, he certainly has been the guy that's been banged up. So, so and the whole uh, thing with his knee, some people intimated that, well, he's not coming back in the postseason because he's holding out so he can stay completely healthy for his argument in the offseason to get paid. So, in other words, when your team needed you the most in the postseason, you bailed on them for the money. And I get it because your body's your commodity. I understand that. But there is a certain level of heart to a player as well and certain level of pride to a player as well. And some players are only motivated by money. And if that's the case, how much motivation does he have once he gets paid? So a lot of that becomes, you know, the old adage is, is that during times of adversity, character is revealed. We're seeing a lot of that on display right now in many different facets. Uh, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 1670 Merlin says, did Rodgers want two rookies at the wide receiver position? No, he wanted Devontae Adams and a rookie. He didn't want two wide. He didn't want three rookies at the wide re- receiver position. But my question is, Merlin, whose fault is that? The Packers could not deal with anybody that year prior because they didn't know what contractually they were going to have with Rodgers because Rodgers waited so long. The The primary focus the last two, three off seasons has been Aaron Rodgers. And the year that Devontae Adams, during the season, spoke once openly about the team talking to him. And when he was asked specifically, what have the conversations been like? And he very emphatically said, they're not talking to me. That should have been an indicator that he was pretty pissed off. But the Packers basically said, we can't. We, we, we can lay down whatever you want. But until we know what Rodgers is going to do and what he's going to want to come back, we can't go out giving big contracts right now. We can't do that. So Devontae, at that point in time, made the decision, no matter what the Packers did, he was gone. He wanted to move somewhere else. And then he basically pinned him in a corner saying, I'm going to, to Oakland or to Las Vegas. That was it. He just wanted to go there. Therefore, they didn't get as much as they would have hoped for him because he had already predetermined where he was going to go. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to give us a shout, feel free. Just a lot of plot twists to all of this stuff. And I love it. I enjoy it. Um, and just basically breaking all this down. But there's just so many thoughts. And, and sometimes you just got to look at what the facts are sitting that are right there in front of you in, in all of this. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up uh, if you want to give us a shout. Uh, Merlin says they offered him more than the Raiders. After he had decided to leave Merlin, not the year before. 
And no, they couldn't have done it before the Rodgers deal. Because a, a season prior, they were up against the cap as well, remember? No, they couldn't. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Stay tuned. we got more coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. some record snow the other day and quite frankly it sucks and i can't wait for warm weather i can't wait for i can't wait for just a good thunderstorm just a good gully washer to get rid of all this crap but if you are thinking about getting out of town and maybe heading off to the land of warmth and sunshine and happiness in some way shape or form get a hold of our friend kirk and the group over at uh, cruise planners uh, your land and cruise vacation experts and uh, they can set it up for you whether it's uh, you want to take off now you want to take off in six months, a year, you want to put a little bit of a down payment, you want to finance the trip of a lifetime, whatever it may be, they can put it together and uh, they can do it for yourself. They can do it for your family. Maybe it's a family reunion. Maybe it's a destination wedding, whatever it happens to be. Get a hold of uh, our buddy Kirk and the gang over at Cruise Planners, 262-344-0697, 262-344-0697. Again, 262 344 0697. You can also find our friends uh, at Cruise Planners um, over there on uh, on Facebook as well. You can find them there. So, uh, But just uh, good stuff and good people, too. Good people, too. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, go ahead and give us a shout. Uh, this one's uh, from Don who says Aaron Rodgers should retire. I think he doesn't know what else to do. So he continues to play football. He's still young and needs a new career. A new chapter can be scary. But when it's time to move on, it's time to move on. That's Don's two cents word. Um, Don, you know, the old adage in football, uh, football specifically is, if you are thinking seriously about retirement, then you probably should. Now, Aaron Rodgers is a little bit of a different cat because every time he seems to be slighted, um, then he takes it upon himself to be great. And do I think that he will not be great this, this coming season? I think he'll be great. I, I don't doubt him. Uh, every time anybody's doubted him, they've been proven wrong. So I don't doubt him. But uh, what I'm thinking of, again, is the the arguments being made, and I got a guy here, and this is from Christian. Uh, Christian, by the way, he lives in New Jersey, says, you effing moron, the Jets have all the trade value. The Packers have nothing. They want to get rid of an old veteran, and they want to treat him poorly on the way out the door. So they're going to hang on to him and try to get more than he's actually worth. Let him go and let him come back and kick your ass in the Super Bowl. Okay, Christian, first of all, uh, let, let me back up. Um, nothing there that you said makes sense. And do you really think the Packers are going to the Super Bowl this year? Okay, if you think the Packers are going to the Super Bowl and they don't need Rodgers to do it, then the Packers have absolutely zero reason to 
to trade him and give him whatever he wants just to move him. Secondly, if you think he's taking you to a Super Bowl, then does that not mean a first-round draft choice is worthy of that particular trade? <laughs> you just you just completely talked yourself backwards. If you get him, you're going to a Super Bowl. Would you not trade anything to get back to a Super Bowl? Think of that for a minute. Right? Would you not give anything then to get back to a Super Bowl? I think that's a reasonable ask. January 12th, 1969. Why is that a big deal? Come on, Christian, go ahead. Give me an answer. Why is that a big deal? January 12th, 1969. You throw it out there, January 12th, 1969. Keep going. I'm waiting because that's the last time you were in a Super Bowl. It's the last time you were in a Super Bowl. So if you get Rodgers and he takes you to a Super Bowl, is that not worth <laughs> one of your first-round draft choices? God, I love the uh, the logic. He's not worth anything. He's an aging veteran. So give him to us so we can go to the Super Bowl. Something we haven't done since January 12th, 1969. Just sometimes you can't make it up. You know, sometimes when people write in, it's just, you know, I, I Ben, don't you, when people talk, like to you, they can say things that go, well, wait a minute, I didn't mean it that way, I meant it this way, right? Yep. Okay. But when people write to you, like in an email or on Twitter or something, they write it out, they read it, and then they hit enter. And do you not just kind of scratch your head sometimes and go, how did he hit enter? You should see my mentions after Wisconsin loses a game. <laughs> just... Could be the most How toxic did, place on the internet. Right? How did he hit enter? I I just oh my God. This is like that palm to forehead moment. Only the only problem is I'm not wearing a helmet, and if I hit myself the way I want to, I'd probably knock myself out and you'd have to do the rest of the show. Just I'm sure let people him go. Would hate that. I just let yeah, right. They they I there's some people that uh you know some of the ballest ones over there on uh, on the live stream that they had enough of me them. last week. But I'm I'm just the words just let him go so we can kick your ass in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Enter. Just. Oh, go! He's he's still sitting there in his big Joe Klecko jersey, wearing no pants, hoping that Mark Gastineau walks through the door with his helmet on. And he's got underneath the helmet, he's got that mask, and it's part of the five-mask skull bong. It's right here, and he's just breathing it in. He's like, oh, that's that Michaels, that son of a just, I'm, I'm East Coast. I'm New York. I'm bigger, better than Wisconsin. I just don't. And then he's typing away. I'm going to hit enter. We're going to meet you in a Super Bowl, damn it. Enter. Takes a big breath. He's flexing in his Joe Klecko jersey. Oh, don't bring Joe Klecko into this. Come on, man. Come on. 
He's he's writing letters. Please, dear Joe, dear Joe Namath, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, can he not only wear your number 12, but in addition to that, can he wear your mink coat? Please. Can he have a Rolodex of women that you've tried to kiss on the sidelines while drunk? Please. Please come to New York. Just, oh, my God. Sometimes you just you just got to wonder out loud. Just got to wonder out loud. Uh, 877-867-1670, Find us. We'd love to hear from you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Water Doctors. John Atley, the guy you saw John was on TV the other day talking about the Connecticut Water Softening System and the work they do with Custom Canine Service Dog Academy, which is uh, making sure that veterans have service dogs when uh, they have PTSD or therapy or whatever is happens to be needed. Uh, they uh, they make sure that uh, at least uh, a dog is trained a year, and they do a lot of great work. So uh, not only do they offer the best water softening system around, whether you want to buy it or rent it or whatever, uh, but also they uh, offer all the services that go along with it. And I've been pre- making – you know the one thing I see when I see other water softening companies – Talk about their service. Their service, yeah, you can talk about their service. That's fine. Their service, when I had a different company, sucked. But they never say it's the best product. Kinetico is the best product. It's it's the best product. So call them, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733. John Atley and the gang from the Water Doctors who simply go to H2, the letter O, h2odoctors.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. They've got a lot of good stuff coming up at uh, Smoke on the Water on Okachi Lake. If you're looking for uh, maybe a good place to go, good food and such, or maybe if you want that, that traditional Wisconsin saloon, so to speak, there's Sloppy Joe's that's on Hubertus in Hubertus, Wisconsin, which is just east of, say, like the Holy Hill area. Uh, either place, uh, fantastic food, great people, and I can't recommend it enough. Okachi, uh, we all know Okachi Lake, and Smoke on the Water sits right there on the lake. You can kind of, once the uh, once the season opens up, I know there's some open water out there now, but once the season opens up, you can go out and sit on the deck and Watch the boats go by and Sloppy Joe's, like I said, kind of a, a tradition with, you know, kind of a great hidden gem in the state of Wisconsin, a good Wisconsin bar, either place. Great places to go. That's uh, Smoke on the Water and Sloppy Joe's. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a call, um, go ahead and do so. Uh, Scott says, hey, Bill, Vikings fans think that Dean Lowry is Joe Klecko. Go figure. <laughs> so they do. They do. They uh, they have a, a big value. They really believe that. Uh, and who knows? Maybe Dean Lowry turns out to be terrific for them. Maybe he excels. You know, maybe maybe, maybe he turns out to be a terrific player. I, I don't know. I don't wish anything bad on Dean Lowry. I just know that when he was here, he was kind of a guy. He didn't, uh, he didn't really, you know, he wasn't tenacious at anything, uh, specifically where he was like a, a game changer on the consistent. So I don't wish him any ill will. It's just, you know, just is what it is. Um, This one is from uh, Keith. Keith says, uh, with Lamar Jackson now requesting a trade out of Baltimore, do you see him going anyplace specifically? And would this throw a monkey wrench in the Jets deal with Rodgers? 
Um, I don't. I, first of all, let me say this. I don't think that I, I still think Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens are going to end up on some type of common ground. OK. Um, you, you, you know, the old adage is you never make a deal until you positively have to. So deadlines usually create necessity. Uh, secondly, um, you know, I the, the Jets have made it so publicly known that they just want Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think if they now go after Lamar Jackson, it would be, okay, we're getting the consolation prize to Aaron Rodgers. But I still think the Packers and the, the – I look, if I thought Aaron Rodgers was not going to be the guy under center for the New York Jets, I'd say it. But I just believe that come – First game of the season, Rodgers is going to be under center. Rodgers will be under center for the New York Jets. It'll happen. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to Dave listening to us in Green Bay. Dave, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Good. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. You bet, man. What's up? Yeah, I just got a thought. You know, I'm just training Rodgers after June 1st. Mm-hmm. Do we really want to push the cap off another year? We have enough allocated this year. Why not just get it off the books? Because I'm thinking next year we'll have the fifth-year option for love that we're going to have on the books, and we've been pushing so many other contracts off to the next years. If we have enough allocated this year, shouldn't we just get rid of it this year? Because then it's off the books completely, right? Well, you're 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 not just getting rid. the The deal would be you're just splitting it up. That's all. You're not. You would have more cap space this year and more cap space next year. So, I mean, I, either way, you're still going to pay it. It's just whether you pay it all at once now. And yeah, you could say get it off the books, but you could divide it up, and that might not be the worst way to go. That would leave you maybe say an opportunity if you want to bring another free agent in, say a wide receiver type position to be able to fortify, to give Jordan Love the most opportunity and the best guys around him to be successful. So that's all that would create. But once you get past the trade deadline, then the Packers have no – if the Jets don't want to make a deal by the trade – or by the – not the trade deadline, but by the NFL draft, then you have no reason to push him out uh, before June 1st. Make it after June 1st so it gives you more money. And then That's all, okay, that's all so I'm saying. Let's say we do that. Does this- yeah. If we have cap space left here, if I remember correctly, will that carry over to next year? Half, half. It only you only pay half of it this year and half of it next year, rather than paying but, all of it right now. Okay, I, I what I'm just saying is, you know, I think with free agency already two weeks in, there's no really big names now. Get rid of it this year, and then maybe next year you have money, and if Jordan Love looks good, that's what you can build going into next year going into the years after that's why mm-hmm. i was just thinking about getting it all off the okay year. i see what and you're saying just get it done. all done now okay get it all done now well you know that's a thought uh that i'm sure that's something the packers are probably considering in the trade yeah if you don't get anything in return appreciate the phone call uh right now uh i don't know specifically all the number breakdown i saw a breakdown that if you got rid of it after june 1st you would owe them you would gain 15 back this year or 20-something back this year and 15 or 16 back next year. If I saw that correctly, I'm not 100% sure. Ben, do you have the breakdown if you traded them after June 1st, what that would be? No, I'll find it. By any chance? Okay. Um, but I, I, I know that uh, you, you gain some money this season. 
up upwards of anywhere from 16, 17, maybe 20 million bucks. So you'd go from what, 25, 30 million under the cap to 50 million under the cap. From what I see, Bill, back. and I, I think this is it, pre-June 1, $40 million this year would be the cap. Hit. Okay. Post-June 1, it would be 15 this year and 24 next year. Okay. So it would save $1 million, but it would spread it out over the two. It would spread it out over the next two years. Okay. But you would have additional money that you would gain over the next couple of years in the salary cap rather than paying it all back at once. Okay. So, and, you I know, and again... It. Yeah, and again, right now, now the other question is, is because um, right now the Packers cap space with what they've spent is like twenty three million bucks, I think something like that, twenty four. So you get an extra fifteen. So what you're talking forty million under the cap, cap space wise, uh, right now, and then you carry that over into next year. Um, but don't forget that if you wait until after June 1st, you don't get anything in that trade this year. So you gain like 16 back this year, 15 back this year, 25 back next year, whatever. And okay. But it still gives you space. It gives you breathing space, specifically this season. So, and again, you, you know, it's six, one, half a dozen, because you're, you're going to pay it regardless. But I'm there's there's not a ton in free agency, but after June first, there's gonna be some cuts. Just like if Rogers leaves after June first, you can spread that money out. There's gonna be other contracts. There's gonna be other guys that are gonna be on the open market after June first. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Find us. Tim will hit you up when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show rocking on our friends over at new male medical treating guys with ed all over the state of wisconsin well beyond the borders as well and uh, they also have the all in one weight loss program which is uh, huge and works and i've said all you got to do is call all you got to do is pick up the phone call them anywhere anywhere in the continental u.s 414-455-4451 everybody has cell phone service which means uh, everybody can just pick up the phone and dial whatever area code uh, there's no long distance charges anymore so just call them 414 414- Four five five four four five one. That's four one four four five five four four five one. That's a new male medical center, and you can't do anything if you don't pick up the phone. And they can get you in touch with a center near you. Doesn't matter where you're at. Again, four one four four five five four four five one. Let's go back to the phone calls. Talk to our buddy Tim, listening to us in Sparta. Tim, how you doing today, man? What's up? I'm doing great, Bill. Uh, I got to throw some love, Ben, and uh, Grant Bill's way. Uh, they make a, a really nice pair playing off against each other when you're going on vacation. They did a really good job. Um, so just throw some love their way. 
Uh, but I gotta love the. Don't you just don't love care. these revisionist history guys? I mean, they just they fit the facts to to their point of view, not the real facts, but their facts. And it just mm-hmm. makes me crazy when they call up and go, "Well, Rogers is, you know, Rogers doesn't play hurt. He's not tough. Nobody else in the league has ever played an entire season on a busted leg." Sorry, guys. You know, mm-hmm. and then these these Jet fans. Don't you just love them, Bill? Yeah, I know. <laughs> they haven't no, been no. to a Super Bowl in 52 freaking years. I remember the game. I remember rooting for Baltimore. Half of Baltimore's backfield. Johnny United didn't play because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Half their defense was out hurt. And, you know, they, the Jets squeak by on, you know, to win the game. And Joe Namath is the greatest quarterback since sliced. Bread. They haven't had one for 52 years, and Rodgers is not worth a first-round pick. Right. But he's the guy that's going to get him to the exactly to, to the promised land. How? 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 Uh, I just go. Come on, guys. I've been to the East Coast numerous times. Not all of you are that stupid out there. <laughs> exactly. Not. Well, I agree. If, I mean, if you think that if that the owner, his money guy, the coach. I don't know who else went out to, to talk to Rodgers. They're not flying to the opposite coast and then coming back and looking like fools for not spending a first-round pick on the guy. I mean, mm-hmm. it just it doesn't make any sense. And then my last question to you, Bill, is this. When is your Viroqua Open happen? I have forgotten the May date. May 6th. Saturday, May 6th. Saturday, May 6th. And they are uh... – they are now, uh, it is now open for foursomes and golfers and such. And uh, so they're going to take up to, uh, I think, 100 and something golfers. So I think they've got uh, close to 15 or 20 foursomes or something like that already registered. Now, is this a four-person best shot, do you know, or is it something else? I think I think it's a four-person scramble, yeah. Great, great. Okay. I'll see if I can get three buddies and come down and say hi. There Thank you go. Thanks for your show. Good stuff, buddy. Talk to you soon. He drops off. You get on board. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Bill, uh, will the yes. snow, will it stop snowing by then? Uh, we hope. We hope. We have. Now, remember, uh, we have had snow, uh, the infamous snow on Mother's Day. Happened awesome. here years and years and years ago. So it has happened when you get into the beginning of May. So I can't I can't completely rule it out of that situation. But uh, to go, they they wanted to do it in May, and I'm like, okay, I've got a coat, a good pullover. Uh, I I even have long pants if needed. I'm not a fan of wearing long pants on a golf course, but if I have to, I will. So uh, so I'll be ready, be ready to go. We're praying for good weather. We're hoping that what we're taking right now kind of gives us good karma for for uh, the beginning of May. But uh, as of right now, from what I understand, there isn't any snow in Viroqua. The snow that we got now, did you guys get snow in Madison this past weekend, Ben? Oh, yeah, a foot. Okay. Yeah, we got drilled, too. It's ridiculous. Uh, I woke up and uh, looked out the window and thought, are you kidding me? Uh, on Saturday, it, it was it was like snowing like crazy. So, uh, But I had friends come down from Wausau this past weekend. They said streets were dry. They had nothing in Wausau. They had nothing in Eau Claire, nothing in La Crosse. Baroqua, so they said it was pretty open. So, um, I you know I remember 
opening days that they had to run the snow plows through stadium parking lots. And I remember opening days that were freezing cold. I mean, like this this next week, I was looking at the, uh, the was it, the 14-day forecast. And like next Monday for opening day, supposed to be only like a high of 43. Now, granted, the Brewers play indoors. But coming up this Thursday down in Chicago, I think it's going to be like 52. It's not going to be overwhelmingly warm. It's not like it's going to be, you know, just uh, just sweltering like summertime weather. It's it's still going to be cold. It's supposed to be 40-mile-an-hour wind gusts at some point during the weekend. That's kind so of what I heard, that it was going to be completely blustery. Genius idea is to open the season in Chicago and then also plan rainout dates because you know that the games won't be played. Yeah. It just seems quite unnecessary. I, I don't understand the necessity to play games in the northern states uh, you know, early on in late March in the first week or two of April. I just, I, I've never understood that for major league baseball. Um, even going back, look, I, the Cincinnati Reds were the first major league baseball team ever. And for years, the tradition was that they did the Finley market parade. They brought the first baseball of the season down to the stadium. And then they started the season off. It was like a noon or a one o'clock game. And then the rest of major league baseball got underway. And as traditional as that was, and there was a lot of pride in that city in that, I still, as I grew up, I kept thinking, why why is it snowing and they're playing baseball? Why not play it in the southern states and and beyond and or out in L.A. or whatever and play for the first couple of weeks of the season where those teams are just basically on the road? I, I, I just, I don't understand it, you know? Um... It, it just doesn't make sense to me. And then come back home when the weather's at least a couple weeks in and you get, even if the forecast is for the mid-50s, that's not horrific. But when you're starting off the season in the mid-30s and snow flurries or 40s and high wind, that's terrible. It, it just, it never made sense to me. And and I know I get a lot of flack from all my Cincinnati friends on that, but it's just it just never made sense. I remember the day that John McSherry died, like it was yesterday. The home plate umpire, when he called timeout, and he started walking towards the back of, uh, you know, the uh, of Riverfront Stadium, and then he collapsed on the field and died right there. It was snowing that day, and we were all thinking, "Why are you playing this? This is this is." I mean, it was frigid, and uh, you know, again, that that's always going to be burned in my memory for the rest of my life. But never understood it. Never understood the necessity for Major League Baseball to play in the snow. Uh, anyway, that's my dissertation on Major League Baseball. There you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, uh, do it. Uh, i got a couple of emails to get to as well that I'm going to get uh, gonna get read here shortly uh, after the top of the hour. Uh, general managers, by the way, are speaking. They are speaking. And uh, we're going he- to hear uh, from some of them, uh, or at least I'm going to tell you what some of them are saying, uh, Robert Sala being one of them. Uh, the head coach of the New York Jets, he spoke a little bit earlier today and talked a little bit about their situation, also made a rather brash announcement for something that has not even taken place yet. But uh, we thought uh, it was was rather interesting. Also, uh, we got a little bit more about the tournament. Brewers getting ready to head north, which, speaking of baseball, we haven't even really gotten into that too much, but uh, the Brewers making a nice move today. Luke Voigt back getting that contract with the team. Keston Hura being sent off. 
So every time you talk about a guy like, you, I hope Garrett Mitchell takes uh, takes hold, and I hope he's a he's a juggernaut in center field for years to come. But I remember when everybody was talking about the successful upcoming that uh, Kesson here had. Oh, he's going to be fine. He's great. And now look at him. Can he make the squad? So uh, baseball is a fickle animal, my friends. I just have the right always to reserve judgment, I guess. But I hope for the best. That's for damn sure. All right, two down, two to go. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this.